Welcome from God's Acre to our Monday morning message, a podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan, offered by the Reverend Dr. Stephen Chapin Garner. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, Jesus says, No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Now, I think if we choose to be honest with ourselves and with the Lord, we have to admit that we often have uh, divided loyalties. We commit ourselves to a whole host of competing relationships, whether they're interpersonal, vocational, psychological. I mean, there are certain people. There are specific responsibilities. There are personal histories and even, honestly, various addictions that can gain mastery over us. You know, sometimes, perhaps, oftentimes, our devotions build over time, subtly, just little by little, until we suddenly realize one day that we've become indentured or even enslaved to one or more powers in our lives. We discover that maybe work is our ruler, or a dysfunctional personal relationship binds us, or an emotional injury from past years keeps forcing us to make poor decisions. Or we discover that our lusts, our longings, really drive our days. You know, the unchecked desire for affirmation, uh, the want of love and intimacy, the craving for power or control uh, can run and eventually ruin our lives, whatever it may be. To have and to maintain kind of a healthy prioritization of the competing influences in our lives, to do that, we must finally admit that we've got many masters. It's just the case. Now, while Jesus rightfully points out our conflicting and conflicted commitments, uh, naming the fact that being bound to multiple masters does lead to envy and animosity, Jesus also asserts that we have a choice. We can choose. We can choose who or what to serve. We, we have agency, we really do, to decide where we will place our loyalties. Jesus wants us to choose well. And honestly, Jesus wants us to choose God. That means, of course, placing our relationship with God before and above other relationships, many of which are really good and important to us. I mean, many people do choose to commit themselves to admirable causes. We invest ourselves maybe in our families primarily or in a personal mission to help others, or, or to communities in which we live. However, and this is the thing, if primary devotion is offered to something or someone other than our omniscient, omnipresent, eternal God, our lives will not be as expansive and impactful as they might be. I mean, being a good parent, being a faithful spouse, being an encouraging and hardworking employer or employee, that's not bad, not at all. But even good devotions can become limited and limiting if our first priority and our primary devotion are those loyalties and devotions. When God, though, is our chosen master, when we love our God and when that love reigns in our lives, healthy relationships, meaningful work, healthy habits just kind of naturally flow. While Jesus' teaching on masters and mastery has broad implications for us, we do need to make note that Jesus does aim squarely again at the target of money. Jesus taught about right relationship with money with great regularity, and it's because, as I previously mentioned, financial resources and our pursuit of them often displace our devotion to the Lord. 
Uh, mammon, that's the word, uh, the biblical word, mammon, the trappings of wealth, can kind of falsely fill us with a sense of security that only our eternal and everlasting God can offer. Money and wealth, they're now, this is important, they aren't bad in and of themselves. That's not what Jesus is saying. In fact, affluence affords individuals an opportunity to make a significant and positive impact on others. However, serving money, and that's what Jesus is talking about, serving money, devotion to it, or its mastery over us is unhealthy and destructive. As Jesus will go on to illustrate in a sermon, devotion to God and working for and in the service of God's kingdom will really allow for a sense of solace and security that nothing and no one else in the world is able to provide. So the question, what individual What work commitment, what psychological pain or internal lust or longing has mastery over you right now? What is A or multiple masters in your life? How are they that and why? And then as a practice, I want you to identify something or someone other than God who has mastery over you and intentionally disengage from that person or that practice for the entire next week. Avoid the behavior or sever communication for an entire week to get real separation from that which binds you. Let's pray about that. Lord God, uh, the truth is we really do render service to so many masters other than you. We care about you. We love you. We, we want to more, be more deeply connected and committed to you, but our devotions and our dedication often speak a different truth. Help us to gain a degree of distance this week from the people, from the engagements, from the addictions that consume our time and our life, leaving little left over for you. You are our Lord and our God, and we desire to serve you and no other. In your name we pray. Amen. To learn more about the Congregational Church of New Canaan and to connect with the messages and the ministries of our church, visit us at www.godsacre.org. God bless you, and have a wonderful week.